0: Welcome to The Narrowing Path, Walking the Spiritual Walk. My name is Steve Van Eidestein. Thank you all for joining me again today for June 8th reading of James Allen's Daily Meditations. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what the follow-up from yesterday's was. Um, it was such a great, great um, reading yesterday. And that what it ended with is that he who complains of his circumstance has not yet become a man. That accountability and that um, accepting responsibility for your exact position in life and um stressing the importance of that really you know stressing how crucial it is to really see how the decisions you've made in your life have brought you right to where you are and that's important so i'm looking i'm really yeah encouraged to see what june 8th brings and uh, this will be fresh to you and fresh to me meaning this will be my uh first time hearing it or reading it right here on the podcast with y'all and you'll get my genuine response, reactions, and observations, and what I relate to about the reading uh, because of that. So here we go. June 8th, daily meditation from James Allen. Nothing can prevent us from accomplishing the aims of our life. Man's power subsists in discrimination and choice. Man does not create one jot of the universal condition or laws. They are essential principles of things, and are neither made nor unmade. He discovers, not makes them. Ignorance of them is at the root of the world's pain. To defy them is folly and bondage. Who is the freer man, the thief who defies the laws of his country? or the honest citizen who obeys them, who, again, is a freer man, the fool who thinks he can live as he likes, or the wise man who chooses to do only that which is right. Man is, in the nature of things, a being of habit, and this he cannot alter, but he can alter his habits. He cannot alter the laws of his nature. But he can adapt them, adapt his nature to the law. He is a good man whose habits of thought and action are good. That's a good one. That's encouraging, right? I feel like that's a very encouraging reading for today. That just what it opened up with. Nothing can prevent us from accomplishing the aims of our life um there's no um unless is in there there's no buts there's no exceptions in there right it is a simple statement of fact nothing can prevent us from accomplishing the aims of our lives we just have to understand the rules we're playing in right we have to understand the 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 spiritual laws of this world And when you can grasp those, you really grasp a power you didn't have before. A power that was, um, from my belief, outside of my control, outside of my ability to uh, possess. But turns out, thankfully, I was wrong. And um, so, yeah, this reading is just great. Um, and it it, it reminds me of another saying that I've heard around the rooms of 12-step recovery, and that is a discipline is the yoke of a free man, right? Because if we're only, which seems counterintuitive to a lot of people, and it did to me in the beginning, actually, but if you understand That if you just live a life based on impulse and based on emotional emotional feelings and desires, you're a slave to those things. You have no consistency in your life. You are the victim of your own actions. Then you are the victim of your own emotions and emotional state. Your character is dictated by your emotions in that moment. you have no control over your life but when you practice discipline to follow the laws of the spiritual laws of this world we live in and when you practice discipline to um be of service to god and others or nature and others or source and others again or whatever you would like to call it
1: You're free because you remain not right-sized. You remain
0: humble in a way. So we'll go back into this. I mean, I've already reread the first line. Nothing can prevent us from accomplishing the aims in life. Again, statement of fact right there. Um, There's no hesitation with that. There's no... uh, Caveats, nothing. So the the first line of the main body of the reading, man's power subsists in in discrimination and choice, and that's an amazing thing when we realize. Well, but the first step in all of this, I mean, I mean, I don't know if this is the first, but a big step in this is to understand you have choice. Is now you have choice in how you react to things. You have choice. To view things with whatever perspective you'd like to view them. And that is where the power lies. When you have the choice over your response to an action, when you have a choice over your chosen perspective to view a situation. I think they, it was a couple of days ago where it said you'll be indestructible and you'll be unharmed. unable to be harmed i think is the word he used it really is that simple, and that really is where the power lies man's power subsists in discrimination and choice choice and understanding what the choices are man does not create one jot of universal conditions or laws they are essential principles of things and are not neither made nor unmade this is important and this is a understanding that allowed me the ability no allowed me the or more more, that's not the right word it convinced me of the path that i talk about it convinced me of the way of living that i talked about that I talk about and I I practice in my daily life, what it convinced me of is that this is the way to live in harmony with this world, with this universe, with this God, with society in general, because the spiritual laws, these things that we're discussing on this podcast, they are not negotiable They are
1: not, how to
0: say, um, subjective. They really aren't. They are always true. They're true whether we acknowledge them or not. The entire planet could be wiped out and if human beings came back or a form of intelligent life came back, these these principles would still stand. They would be here waiting to be discovered again. Like I've talked about it a couple of times on this podcast too, is this type of thinking and perspective constantly is being rediscovered, right? I think it might be different in this day and age because of the internet, because of the connectiveness of just the culture and society we live in. But this uh, ability to change perspective, this ability to live spiritually and live a
1: good life will always be there.
0: The, The spiritual principles we talk about on this podcast will always exist. And will always be best if they are followed. And that has convinced me that for me, this is the choice of a path I want to take. This is the choice I've made to dedicate myself to, surrender my life to, to walk through.
1: This is that choice.
0: This is that path. So, um, He goes on to say, he discovers, not makes them. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like uh, (laughs) these principles, when we discover, they seem so fresh and so new, but they're just ancient. They were from the beginning of time, these principles have existed, which is kind of amazing. We just discover them. Ignorance of them is at the root of the world's pain. I believe that selfishness and self-centeredness is the root of the world's pain. Um, thoroughly believe that. I, I without a blink of the eye. That um, if the I mean, this is obviously what many people think. But if the world, if the entire world, just immediately started functioning on these spiritual principles and values so much would change so much positive would come back into this world so many people would find growth truth and happiness that we wouldn't know what to do with so um he goes on after this after that uh to say to defy them is folly and bondage i mean my personal experience is so when i went against when i lived a life serving self instead of serving goodness and serving righteousness all i found was folly and bondage bondage to my own horrible thinking bondage to the world to substances to people Who is, I like these examples he gives um, because it makes you think, right? Who is the freer man, the thief who defies the laws of his country or the honest citizen who obeys them? Because most of the time we confuse freedom with
1: unhindered or unimpeded self-serving. Like, our definitions of freedom um, have varied, to say the least. Um,
0: So when he puts it like this, we have to really understand that that's what he's asking, right? Because the thief is just taking actions that he thinks are necessary for his own benefit and survival, maybe. Maybe. But he walk run he walks around hiding. He walks around wondering if he they got if he left something if he screwed up, if he left something behind if they were gonna figure it out, right? There's always fear associated
1: with that and the guilt.
0: And the shame that comes along with it. Those are cages, those are prisons. Just a cage. Those are full prisons around a person themselves. So the freer man is actually the one that has no reason to look over his shoulder because he does no wrong. He, d- he follows the disciplines of the land he
1: lives in, he follows the laws
0: of the world he's in just like we need to follow the spiritual laws who again is the freer man the fool who thinks he can live as he likes or the wise man who chooses to only do that which is right this is me this is a a, um, perfect description of my two lives because previously I thought I was the fool who thinks he can live as he likes. Like I just needed to do what I needed to do to get through my days, to tolerate other people, to tolerate myself and to feel comfortable in my own skin. And why were people standing in my way, right? And um, I couldn't make the hard decisions to face reality. And now I choose to follow the path of the wise man who, because as uncomfortable as things might be, I still choose to do that which is right. At least that's my goal. I don't execute perfectly on it. Some things sneak up on me. that I didn't even realize I was choosing wrong. So, to be fair. All right, and I think this is the last paragraph, one or two sentences he is the, he excuse me man is in the nature of things a being of habit and this he cannot alter but he can alter his habits see i like the word play here we are creatures of habit and we can't change that but we can change our habits that puts the power in your hands right instead of trying to Wish that our human nature was different, we change the things about our human nature, right? We change the things that result from our human nature. Maybe it's a better way to say that, just to, for clarity. We change our habits. So we change the way we live. And then the last line in the main body of this reading: He cannot alter the laws law of his nature, but he can adapt his nature to the law. These laws, these spiritual laws, these disciplines, spiritual principles are there. Like them or not. Acknowledge them or not. Idealize them or not. They are there. And you can choose to either follow them or not, but you can't change their existence, as much as we like to fight against it, and as much as we like to believe we could, at least as much as I liked to believe I could, I could bend the rules, that I could, um, I had, I was an exception to the rules. I love to think that. So, and now this is the uh, last line he closed with. He is the good man whose habits of thought and action are good. Not what we say. Let me be very clear here. Well, I mean, what we say should be good as well. But if our thoughts and our actions do not back up what we say, we are just manipulating people. We're to being deceptive and dishonest. We, ha- Our actions and our thoughts will determine whether we are a good person. My actions and thoughts show someone if I'm a good man, rather than me having to convince them with my words, which seems sketchy just in general, right? If you have to convince somebody, then there's a problem. It might not always be yours. Your actions might be saying you're a good individual, but they might not be acknowledging it or not wanting to see it. So, but that conversation only says there's an issue. So, all right, well, there we go. June 8th, a lot of encouragement. It's saying, take the power back into your own hands, live by the spiritual laws and adapt yourself to them. And you'll find a lot of heaven here on earth. So I'm grateful to do it. And I'm grateful to have been uh, able to jump on tonight and uh, read today's reading. It was fantastic. Uh, Thank you all for joining me, and I look forward to tomorrow's. Until next time. Thanks.